Hello, happy Thursday. Welcome to another episode of the Freely Rooted Mama podcast. Today's episode is a tiny snippet out of a long interview and conversation that I got to have with the amazing Megan Macy. You can find her on Instagram. She's the milk lady. I love that name so much. And you can find the whole conversation. If you enjoy today's episode, you can find the whole conversation in my out of the box mama course. In that course, we're talking everything motherhood, everything from pregnancy to postpartum, what to do with your marriage once you bring in a kid, parenthood, fatherhood, building a brilliant brain in your babies, and anything else you guys want to learn. I am finding the experts, I'm finding the resources and putting it in this course for you. So if you want to check out the course, check out the show notes and get a link there. Otherwise, I really hope you enjoy today's episode. So you've got all your people preparing, like you got your hubby or your spouse that's going to be there. You got your midwife, your doula, you should have a lactation consultant planned on being there. How soon do you think that we should be? I mean, I obviously think right away if that's possible, but if it's not possible to have somebody there on the day that your baby is born, how soon after do you think you should get a lactation consultant in? Yeah, I mean optimal. I'm also a birth and postpartum doula because I like to work with people and talk about not only their birth plan, but their feeding plan through pregnancy, be there at the birth, witness how did this baby come out? What challenges maybe were there during the the birth and pushing and third stage process? And then within two days. So if the if you can't have a lactation person there, and even if you do have a lactation person there at the birth, I visit all of my birth clients within 24 to 48 hours after the baby's born. I call it like when the dust is starting to settle. So we're like riding that wave with like the adrenaline and like all this oxytocin, but also the latch, it really shifts and changes as our breasts are changing, as our body is switching over from like gestating and pregnancy to now we're going from gestation to lactation. And so from one day to the next, like so much can be different with the latch and with our baby and with what, you know, what's happening to our body. So I would say within 24 to 48 hours, it's really good to touch base with lactation And within the first two weeks, I think seeing a lactation consultant two to three times in the first two weeks, that might sound like a lot, but we're going from colostrum through transitional milk to mature milk. And our baby's tummies are going from the size of a cherry to like an egg. So there's just so much happening. So I really think two to three times in the first two weeks is ideal And it's a really good idea to also touch base with a lactation consultant a couple weeks before you go back to work, if you're going back to work. What I would assume, I like the term you just used, feeding plan. I never thought about that. Everybody, well, not everybody. I hope people listening have a birth plan because you should have a birth plan. I love that idea of a feeding plan. Explain kind of like what your mindset is behind developing a feeding plan. Yeah, so it's really similar to a birth plan as a doula. I make a birth plan with my clients, but I also do a postpartum and feeding plan. And so with a feeding plan, we're going to kind of look at like your specific history. If you have any like traumas, what are your goals? Like what are your philosophies on like feeding and mothering and all of those types of things? And I kind of ask people like, what is your vision for this? You know, are you, are you really feeling like you align with just exclusive nursing? Like you're not planning on going back to work. 
maybe if you're not going back to work, but you still want to be able to have a small stash and use bottles here and there so you can go to appointments or whatnot. If there's previous pumping trauma and you're like, I cannot look at a pump again. You know, (laughs) there's so much like people talk a lot about birth trauma, but nobody really talks about breastfeeding trauma. And it is rampant out there (laughs) in the postpartum and and motherhood community. So really, it's just kind of digging up what is your vision, making a plan around what your vision is. And obviously, this is during pregnancy. So once we meet the baby and once we are actually in postpartum, we might shift that plan, but it's good to have kind of a base and it's good for your lactation consultant to know what your goals are because I don't want to go in assuming everyone wants to exclusively nurse. There's so many ways to breastfeed a baby. Breastfeeding is an umbrella term and there's so many categories that fall under that umbrella. So moms will often say, oh, I'm not breastfeeding, I'm just pumping. And that is breastfeeding. You don't have to say, oh, I'm just pumping and, and minimize yourself. You are breastfeeding your baby. Even a baby that is getting part mother's milk, part formula, or part donor milk, that's a breastfed baby. If you were to do all donor milk with your baby and you're not lactating, you can still say that you're breastfeeding your baby. So Yeah, I just think really diving into that with people and making a plan and making sure that your lactation support knows what you're looking for is really important. Do you find that, I mean, you've said two brilliant things. I'm going to steer down this lane for a second on the trauma. Do you think that a lot of women our age, um, like you and I, have trauma around the guilt that family puts on us around wanting to breastfeed our babies? Because if I think about the generation above us and above us, a lot of them were either like the do minimal and then switch to formula. We were kind of in that age where like doctors started recommending more formula, less breastfeeding. We're kind of in that age group up there where they are like, if you if you're breastfeeding your baby over like six months, you're now spoiling your baby. A baby doesn't need that. They get enough nutrition through food. Do you find that because I'm just thinking when you said trauma, that's the first thing that comes to my brain, even though I don't really have a whole lot around it. I have heard from my family a lot of guilt around wanting to breastfeed my baby more than a year because it's there's no benefit from it is what they say. I know different, but (laughs) yes. Well, you know your truth, so that is good, but not every mom feels really solid in her own beliefs and she can easily be swayed by those kinds of comments. It's part of my feeding plan. Actually, in pregnancy, I will ask my clients, how did your mom feed you and your siblings? What was her experience like? Because I try to kind of prepare for what kind of information this mom might be getting from her elders. Because yeah, unfortunately, our mothers or grandmothers or aunties, our elders, whatever trauma and biases they have, that's going to bubble up and come into our postpartum experience. So it's good to kind of think about how they might show up for us in our lactation journey and know if we need to kind of set boundaries or just be able to kind of filter through the things that they say and let it just roll off of our back. It's hard though. To your point, I I have a very strong opinion on it. So I can 
be okay with it. But it's, I mean, even for me, it's still hard sometimes to hear somebody tell me that I'm not benefiting my kid anymore, which I mean, if you just look at biology and how we were, I mean, we were designed to feed our babies. There's enough nutrients to sustain human life in our breast milk. The fact that we start to say at some point that it doesn't carry any nutrients is crazy. We have fitness men all around the world taking colostrum because there's something amazing about it. Like, can we just stop for a second and think about how incredible our body is? And anyways, I could go on a whole tirade page on this. Well, it's true. There's not like, it's not like magically on your baby's first birthday that all of the amazing benefits in breast milk are suddenly gone. I think it's really hard for moms because breastfeeding has been, and breasts have been sexualized. And so when people talk about these things about, oh, it's just for the mom after a year, or it's selfish or it's sexualized and so moms don't want to feel creepy we don't want to feel weird you know and even though we know it's not creepy and weird it can be a lot of outside pressure like you were saying and so even though we know when you have so many people coming at you it's coercive and it can make people cave really it can make people cave and do things that they they don't want to do 